This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. Okay, so by the way of getting ready for Becky's onslaught, now let's um, introduce Becky Cole to the Women on Waves audience. Okay, I have yet another um, closet virgin here (laughs) at Women on Waves. I have finally been sitting opposite the national treasure, really, Becky Cole. (laughs) Welcome to Women on Waves, Becky. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be with you. I actually met you at the Hallam Hotel last year when you were doing it, and I noticed you're doing it again this year. Yes, end of May we'll be back at the Hallam, yeah. Yes, so um, it was a great night. I finally got to meet you. Now, my introduction to you is an unusual one, actually, because my my partner used to be a huge country music fan, and going back to about 98, seven or 98 she started talking about this Australian woman Becky Cole <laughs> and, and we started listening to your albums and um, I kept saying to her gee I wish she was gay I wish she was gay <laughs> <laughs> and um, unfortunately my partner didn't live to see you uh, coming out on I'm Australian so sorry <laughs> that that didn't happen but you know I reckon somewhere in there you know the gay day goes off and you, you, you just you just kind of know I mean I, th- there's always been a, a certain amount of uh, of the sisterhood in the audience, and I think that they they saw something in me that they recognise, and I know you know okay. it, it just happens. So I think she knew. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about your music because um, we have been entertained by this. Must be about your tenth album. It's number ten. Yes. Number ten, and it's a fabulous album. Thank so you. I'm going to tell everybody to get out to the shops before they sell out because <laughs> this is. Every single track on this particular album is is wonderful. Thank and you. And I'm going to ask you, when I look across at you and see how youthful you are, <laughs> I think to myself, now how how do you spell out a whole memoir? But I realised, of course, that you've been in the music scene for over 20 years anyway. I have, yeah. I've been uh, touring around the place for for a long time. And uh, to be honest, the first couple of times I was approached about writing my uh, autobiography, I actually laughed. I thought, no, <laughs> isn't that for really old people and bigger celebrities than me? But um, look, it, it, it's been a an amazing experience getting to write about my life and I think everyone's got a memoir in them at no matter what age you know and yeah. uh, some are just more interesting and intricate I suppose than others and I haven't held back on the old on the detail you know it's all it's all there it did one spin off the other in other words indeed the, yes yeah. I, I wrote the book and I was so ready to write songs as yeah. soon as I had finished that book and in fact the 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 album was churned out within the songs for the album were churned out within two weeks and right. Because I was just so sort of buzzing with inspiration, I suppose, after I finished the book. And each of those songs can really be taken from chapters of the book. 
I think. Right. Um, I, I'm interested in your mother because my partner should have known your mother um, if she was around singing, and she, so she probably did, but she, she'd never really possibly. Yeah, and and often people um, get the names because my mum my mum sung. Uh, she was a singer under the name of Carol Sturtzall out of Adelaide, and uh, she sang on a lot of television shows that were filmed in Adelaide at the time. Right. And uh, but she settled down sort of and started doing main mainly live shows around Adelaide in in sort of the late seventies. And, and didn't do as much television then. And um, so a lot of people sort of remember her from, from way yeah, back when. But yeah. I, and I was born in 72, my brother in 1970, so uh, she sort of settled down into being a motherhood, as, as many of her generation did, and uh, and then w- was still a singer. I mean, yeah. I, of course, I grew up watching her sing and, and yep. then eventually being a part of her band. But, um, but no, I'm very lucky to have come from that and not only come from a singer but a very strong, funny and capable woman as was as is, I should say, my grandmother, who's 96 and still yeah, going. And you know. on this um, new CD, which is called Sweet Rebecca, um, there's a track on there, Two for Three or something, yes. which is kind of a little dedication and storytelling about the yeah. female influences in your life. Without a doubt. It's it's about sitting around my grandma's uh, kitchen table and having a, a pot of tea between the three of us. And as I say towards the end of the song, you know, the only thing sweeter than this homemade apricot jam is knowing I'm loved by them just the yeah. way that I am and yeah. they do they love me exactly how I am and um, I'm very blessed to have such you know beautiful accepting and strong women in my life right hi this is Marsha Heinz and you're tuned into Australia's first and only lesbian and gay radio station joy 94.9 now, I was just talking outside to um, the other lady that came along to with Sophie, you. who she, so- Sophie, Sophie is actually the editor of my book and, and, the, and my publisher as well. Right. I was just talking outside to her about the idea that country music in particular was yeah. has a re- had a reputation as being homophobic. And a couple of years before you came out, there was a singer in the US called Cherry Wright mm. who also came out and her c- career just <laughs> fell to pieces because they, they are very homophobic over there. But I don't think we are in Australia. No, we're not. And you, you're absolutely right about that. You know, I'm, I'm extremely lucky. I mean, I, f- I feel as though I've been embraced by the country music fans, uh, in Australia and beyond. In fact, I, I have more fans now that I'm out than I, than I did before, I think, because I've, I've been embraced by, you know, our lovely rainbow community as well. as well. Um, but the country music fans in Australia, especially in regional areas, they just want honesty. They just want yeah. you to be yourself. They want you to be fair dinkum. And even if they don't understand what, what you're being honest about, they prefer you to be honest, you know, yeah. and I think that for me has been a lesson in how beautiful and accepting Aussies can be. Well, know. I saw it actually at the Hallam Hotel. Yeah. Um, there, there were families there, you know, with country bumpkins and farmers and everybody, and they were getting right into Absolutely. the Absolutely. They, they, they love my music, and, you know, I'm, I'm actually a singer first. I'm, uh, people forget that, um, you know, I, I find it really naive when, the, when I'm introduced or I see in the paper lesbian singer Becky Cole because yeah. I'm a singer first, yeah. and yeah. why, you know, why, why label me with, with, with yeah. That you know, and I, I've always entertained people, no, and no matter who I hold hands with afterwards, you know. So, yeah. so for me, it's 
um, I find it amusing that, that they need to put those labels on. But I think the Australian um, audiences see through that and they'll, they'll come along and they, they, they're still as fanatical. And like you say, there's families, they bring their kids, they, there's farmers that shine their shoes, shine their boots and come off, off the land and they come in to see, see my shows and they don't care. They're fine with it. You know, yeah. they don't care if I was with Matilda, you know, <laughs> they're fine. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, you can have it. <laughs> You're so giving too. I mean, um, last time you were in it, Joy, I didn't get the opportunity to have a chat with you for my for my audience. But you've left this amazing sting about I <laughs> did. Anita, who I haven't even met yet. Yes, now that's you, right. you, you, before you go today, you've got to make a new one. I've got to do a new one. Absolutely. Yeah. No, I, I well, I was directed in that one, and I was very very happy to do it. But I was very very amused by it as well. And so, and everybody, because I have uh, on the show the closet segment, which comes up with my guests, whoever they may be, and everybody that comes on, and they hear that sting, they say, God, that woman is amazing. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we, I love my life, you know, and I, I, I love that I, um, that I get to go around and, and sing music for a living. I always have. And if you'd have told me that I'd be up to album number 10, and at the same time, releasing my autobiography, in which I've been extremely honest. Um, I, th- th- some of the media have um, presented it, uh, I suppose, as brutally honest, but my publisher said to me that I was eloquently honest. honest I prefer yeah. it like that. Yes, <laughs> so. yes. Sounds like a good publisher you ought to hang on to. She's all right. For when you write some more book. Hi, this is the Top Twins and you're listening to Women on Waves with Anita Joy 94.9. Yeehaw! Woohoo! The other thing about this particular CD is that they are songs all written by yourself. Um, no co-write. Two co-writes with my lovely partner Libby. Yeah. All right. (laughs) Okay. Who's not talking, but she is here. She's here in the room. It's why I've got the big smile on my face. But, um, yeah, Libby's a, um, an incredible songwriter and she's brought a whole new sort of style to my music, I suppose, because she's a, um, from the jazz world and plays, you know, some pretty incredible piano plays with me in, in my show as well. And, uh, so the two songs on there, um, are Off My Chest, which is a bluesy kind of song. It has some really awesome chords, all written by Libby. And uh, the other one uh, is called, I've gone blank for a minute, Songs Remember Me. Yeah. And Songs Remember Me is about um, uh, uh, dementia or Alzheimer's su- sufferers yeah. and uh, how they quite often remember songs but not necessarily their own name or yeah. family yeah. or what they did. Yeah. But songs somehow get in there, you know, and um, that – particular story came to me via Libby because she she does go and sing to a lot of high care deme- uh, dementia patients. All right. And my mother just died last year, but for the last five years she, she was suffering from Alzheimer's too. Oh. So I can relate very strongly. Yes. But I can relate very strongly to just about every song on here. I'm um, glad. I'm <laughs> glad. And I hope that most women can, you know. It's um, it's one of those things, you know, gay or not. I think it's uh, – I, I, I think I've written about very a very real person with a very real heart. You know, I've yeah. written – a lot of the songs are, are obviously about me or the people around me um, and, and about my journey and my fi- finally finding love and all that yes. <laughs> after 40 years. <laughs> and, and do you find, like after the show, you're there and you're signing um, CDs and talking to your audience, etc. do you find 
people come up to you and share stories with you Absolutely. because you've been so open with yeah them. But yes and that that's been happening for years but certainly I heard a lot of people's own very private coming out stories they wrote to me after I came out on Australian story yeah. because they had never had anybody to talk to about it before right. and um, especially there's some you know in regional Australia there are a lot of especially older women who who never got to explore that that part of their heart yeah. which is which must be stifling I know it was for me and in, in my time that I spent in the closet you know and not yeah. being able to tell anybody but there's a there's a generation of, of women especially in isolated areas of Australia yeah. that never got to explore love which is so sad it is so we won't, won't we won't go that. there <laughs> we'll, we'll keep with the fond memories of times in your life and things that you've done. Hi, this is Christy Apps. It's great to be here yeah. with Bonita Women on Waves on Joy 94.9. You called the uh, autobiography Poster Girl and um, I'm interested in the history of that particular song because uh, when it was released and people heard it, you did get a bit of a, a, a strange reaction to it, like people were assuming that you were supporting the the war. Yeah, well, that the reaction came sort of before that. The song was kind of a, a result of the reaction, I think. Right. Um, yeah. uh, you know, when I came home from uh, the first yeah, time the I job. went to sing, at, you know, in the Middle East when, to our troops there, uh, I, I was given... I suppose a little bit of reaction, mainly through a letter from a, a fellow who said, you know, you, you just supported the war. Well, I didn't support the war, I supported the troops. The troops. So the so I wrote the song in retaliation, I suppose, to that. Um, and it wa wasn't just him, it was also a publicist that was working with me at the time that refused to write anything about me going over to entertain the troops because she thought that it was pro-war. And I'm, I'm not pro-war and I'm not, you know, in, in any yeah, way, you know, right. I'm, I'm a peace-loving woman, you know, and, but it doesn't mean that I can't go over and entertain them and provide them a, a piece of home and it doesn't mean that I can't feel for their families and and um you know have great affection for our for our military we need our military and god help yeah. those that don't think that we need them if yeah. we ever do you yeah. know so for me it was just a really important issue and of course the bookend to to poster girl is now broken soldiers okay. which is a really important light that i have shown on um on the sufferers of of post traumatic stress disorder after having served it's a, it can be very very difficult for them yeah Yep. We hear stories all the time on television about the difficult transitioning back to the, to their home life. And it can whatever. be extremely difficult for them and a lot of them can't cope. And I think that as a nation, we need to look at how we can help them and how we can prop them up. And there are wonderful organisations. I'm working now closely with Soldier On who, you know, provide a lot of help for our wounded warriors, as they call them, and uh, with, with wounds that are seen and unseen. And, you know, the unseen wounds are the ones I'm talking about here with post-traumatic stress disorder, which can be debilitating. Yeah. Okay. I've been told that we've got to cut this short because you've only got limited time, but I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> but before I let you go, I need to um, just talk about the fact that you're coming back to, to Melbourne um, late May, I think Late it is. May, indeed. You're 28th, 28th, I'll be back at the Hallam. Yeah, and, and then, then you've uh, got the Carayo. Carayo Gateway Hotel on the 29th. The then you've got 
Tent on the 30th. Lilydale. Lilydale. York on Lilydale. And then the 31st, I'll be at Hepburn Springs. Springs. At the old Hep. At the old Hep. And I'm really looking forward to that. It's one of my favourite little pubs to go and have a beer in, but I've never sung a song there. So I'm looking forward to catching up with my old mate, Cindy Boast, who I've written songs without that way. She's amazing too. Yeah, she's wonderful. And uh, and of course, going out there. So the the seats are quite limited out at the old Hep, as you know. If you want to have a seat, I think there's only about 80 of them there. So we, yeah. we're looking for, and that's going to be, the band will be with me for the first three shows. So Hallam and uh, Cryo and um, York, York and Lilydale. And then uh, the HEP will be just myself and Libby. So it'll be great. Okay. Little acoustic show. Terrific. I'll certainly get along to as many as I can. Fabulous. Thank you so much for making your time available, and I hope we sell the poster girl and the sweet Rebecca everywhere you go. Thank you very much. Well, we'll, we'll keep doing it. Thank you for having me. Okay. Hi, I'm Shaka Khan, and you're listening to Joy, Australia's first gay and lesbian radio station. Thanks for listening to a Joycast from Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.